welcome back to 44FE2. This week, Chris is sadly absent. He says he's ill, but I think he just doesn't want to play Tom the Last Man Standing winnings myself. Nonetheless, the show must go on. to 4-4-Fing 2 this week uh, sadly Chris is ill no. so can't join us which is a real shame we're um, raising a glass to Chris right now we are indeed and toasting his empty chair mm-hmm. so um, yeah the tandem bike's back this time it's me and Reese on it <laughs> yeah um, not by choice this time though no. uh, by necessity mm-hmm. uh, obviously love for Chris to be here but he can't be here today so we're just going to rip his team apart aren't we yeah basically um, um there will be some other stuff. Uh, we're going to cover Liverpool against City, which was billed as the best game of all time. The, yeah, I think um, it was it was last game of the season. Whoever wins, wins the title. <laughs> billing, yeah. but, uh, uh, so we're going to cover that, which didn't quite live up to expectations and left us all a bit disappointed before moving on to Arsenal's trip to the cottage, woo-hoo. which went better than expected from Tom's point of view. Definitely. Uh, then I think we're going to move fairly swiftly onwards to our fantasy league and have a broad section looking at our teams how they did this week and looking at our teams and respective benches I think is I a think that's a way of putting it looking at our 14 rather than or 15 rather than our 11 <laughs> yeah definitely um, some squad rotation this week from all of us that went uh, yeah Went pretty badly. Yes. So uh, yeah, I got we'll... off fairly lightly with only one defender mm-hmm. sort of making a good contribution on the bench. And yeah, uh, my... still significantly less than what your defenders. <laughs> no, my, my condolences to anyone who started listening last week and took any of our advice. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go well, did it? But no. just remember, we don't claim this to be advice. It's just us talking about it. Yes. So <laughs> whatever yeah. you did is totally up to we'll, you. We'll say some good advice sometime during the season, won't we? Maybe um, at some point. Yeah. Hopefully um, it's today. Let's see. So uh, let's make a start. Liverpool v Man City. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think? I was just left wanting a bit more. Like yeah. I feel that it was quite a sensible display from both yes. teams like it was very measured it wasn't as if they both played for a point because mm. it, it, the game didn't have that feel but they they knew what they were doing and yeah. they kind of reacted quite well to what the opposition were doing as mm. well it felt to me like both teams didn't want to lose more than they wanted to go and try and win it agreed like yeah. it was it seemed like both of them had kind of looked at it and thought yeah, this isn't. We can't lose this game, mm. but not prepared to take that risk for kind of maximum gains, which kind of surprises me from both of them actually. Which because it's so early in the season that it was a real chance to kind of get a marker over the other one. It was that they didn't really go for it, and I mean City should have won because they had the penalty, which was let's face it, one of the only chances in the game. It was, that was yeah. a good one. Um, I have no idea what Van Dyke was doing. That is really kind of no halo slipped a little bit there. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's interesting. The only thing I can think of was he was trying. He was thinking like so many goals that City score come from get to the byline, ball across, tap mm-hmm. in from Sterling or tap yeah. in from Jesus or something. And like the only thing I can think of, he was he was thinking that a cross was coming in. Maybe yeah, he was maybe lunging to stop it. Um, yeah, but but his, his halo sort of managed to stay on because it just, was missed. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's just the effect of him standing there scared Mares so much. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I mean when you fight over a penalty, you got to score. Yeah, come on, yeah. Mares. So, um, this sounds like it was Pep's uh, decision. From apparently, the size. yes. Um, um, 
Yeah, it's Do we buy this whole thing that he didn't know about Martinez's penalty stats? Or like, having seen having seen the documentary, I was going to say no. I knew you were going to refer to the documentary. <laughs> like, he's, he's so meticulous, and yeah. I feel like he I feel like he knows everything about everyone. And yeah. if he doesn't know, he's got someone sitting there, 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 or there behind mm-hmm. him that can tell him. No, Riyad's got a dodgy record. Don't yeah. let him take it. You know. No, exactly. Um, Someone made a good point earlier, actually, that it was, um, it's potentially, you know, he's the record signing. Riyad Mahrez. They've laid down a load of money for him. He's not really hit the ground running. No. This was a chance to get him up and running and yeah. firing and justify kind of. Oh, he's the match winner in this so-called title decider yeah. it suddenly starts to kind of justify it and give him the belief yeah. I don't know if there's anything in that at all but no, possibly and of mm-hmm. the players on the pitch he probably was the most sort of match winning he has that yeah, capability I, I must, and he looked okay during the game as well I must say I was surprised at those numbers that he had because I remember him scoring penalties for Leicester yeah I can picture a cut like, Vardy top, top to left or something yeah, you know, chasing the, quite nicely share yeah. the duties uh, it was kind of surprising to me but anyway I don't think he looked particularly confident when he stepped up and no he just sort of uh, it was quite NFL style wasn't it <laughs> just sort of blazed it nice and straight <laughs> yeah over and, it was yeah. a horrible miss yeah really um, poor penalty but really one of them only real exciting moments in the game um, yeah like no one really seemed to turn up out of the Liverpool front three and Firmino looked very hacked off at being hooked as well it's uh, it's not going particularly well for them no it's it's strange isn't it like Mane Mane started the season on fire mm-hmm. and I've sort of I've said quite a lot throughout the, the start of the season that you know, I can't see Salah getting the numbers he got last year, no. but I can see them. I can see them being distributed very evenly across yeah. the front three, but them still delivering a similar amount of total goals to what they did last year. But I don't know if they've just been found out a bit. I think. I mean, we, I don't think we can take too much no. from their offense against this no. City defense, which Let's has been uh, which has been pretty. I pretty think. Solid. Yeah, the positive points for them are that they didn't concede. One. True. They look pretty solid at the back, yeah. bar, bar that moment from Van Dyke. It mm. was um, good performance with a rotated defence as well because Lovren came yeah. back in and Gomez played at right back. Yeah, Surprising so actually for, yeah. for Lovren to play and then still not to not to concede. <laughs> Best defender in the world, I hear. <laughs> it was interesting that they did push uh, Gomez out to right back, mm. given that he's been they've been so solid as a pairing the two of yeah. them like, it's not just that him, like if it were just himself that had been good then maybe you push him out to the right mm. like uh, like Chelsea can do with Aspilicueta who's just yeah. a quality individual push yeah, him out definitely. to the right and he'll still be as good but it feels like Gomez is brought up a level when he plays as in a two with Van Dijk mm-hmm. and to yeah. see him pushed you know when I'm not sure if Klein's fit or yeah. maybe he just doesn't he hasn't played I don't think he was in the squad at all no. actually because um, Trent was on the bench um, must have okay. just been given a rest yeah. uh, it was a tough game for them against Napoli yeah in the I week, read so. that Trent kind of had the run around yeah. he did a little bit um, I watched the, most of that game yeah. actually in the week and Napoli are a good side mm. like, I know they've lost Sarri and Jorginho but they look very good still. Yeah, Ancelotti um, will drill anyone pretty well. Absolutely. So I think that's going to be a very interesting Champions League group because Liverpool obviously have some ground to make up now and it's back-to-back Napoli versus PSG. So 
Yeah, how that it's goes. quite. It's interesting how that. Uh, sorry, we're diverging slightly away from nah. this tie, but um, it's quite interesting now with the Champions League how you have the back-to-backs. Yeah. Because it's um, Inter Barcelona now. Yeah. Back-to-back in Spurs' group. Yes. And, and they have the chance to. Yeah, like even though Inter have won. So like, if you look at the table right now, you think our Spurs are screwed. They yeah. have no points from two games, and Inter and Barcelona both with six points from two games. But when Spurs next play Inter, they could be level, um, mm-hmm. and that'll be back at the lane. That, well, I don't know, back at the lane. I don't know where. Who, who knows, it is. Who knows where that back would be? At Wembley, Milton Keynes. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but it will be a home tie, potentially level on points, potentially with some momentum. Whereas Inter might have gone the other way, or we might be talking about. Into having got a win and a draw against Barcelona, who knows? But it's in mm-hmm. that back to back makes yeah. quite a big sort of momentum swing potentially. It does. It it, it brings quite a heavy fixture pile up at this time of the season mm. as well. Between the next two international breaks, there are a lot of games. I think it's for the big clubs anyway, who are still in Carabao and yeah. uh, a European competition is pretty much like three games a week now. Yeah. Um, for a month, and then it's Christmas. So yeah, there's I'm no sure. real respite. For yeah, anyone. I'm not sure who that will affect most because it feels mm-hmm. like in the last month it's been Liverpool that have had a, a really tough run. Yeah. Um, I can't. I feel like the month before it was another club that went through that tough run. I'm not mm-hmm. sure who it who it will be coming into that tough run now. Anyway, we digress yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, move back to but, the, uh, uh, the Premier League. Go back to the big one from uh, the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, didn't live up to the hype, but I just wanted to get your opinion on who you think is happier with the result yeah I think Liverpool uh, which, which so it's a home tie for Liverpool mm-hmm. at a place where City struggled last year so you'd immediately think okay Liverpool I'm not sure I'd be interested to see what the odds were at the start of the game actually but um, mm-hmm. they must have been pretty tight but you know Liverpool at home might have been slight favourites but mm-hmm. I think Liverpool will be happy with the point because they've kind of proven that they can they can eke out a nil-nil when required, uh, mm-hmm. which they probably wouldn't have been able to do in previous years. Yeah. Um, although that's not something that City necessarily have done particularly well in previous years. But mm-hmm. I think Liverpool Liverpool probably had more to lose. I think if City had gone on to win that game, then Liverpool's heads would have dropped further than City's. Mm-hmm. City would have had the confidence to come back from that and still stay in the title race. Yeah. I know it's only like a three, it would have been a three point gap yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. but I still feel like Liverpool had more to lose and would mm-hmm. be happier with a nil nil. Yeah, I so I've kind of gone round in circles. <laughs> so I, I I would have said before the game, uh, like before anything had started, before the ball had been kicked, I yeah. thought I think if you'd said nil nil then, I'd have probably said Liverpool would be more disappointed mm-hmm. because. They're at home. City got bad record there. Aguero's never scored at Anfield apparently. I saw that when he was trudging yeah, off. Yeah, and these stats like they've had one over on them constantly in Klopp and Guardiola and what have you. Yeah. So, not taking into account the form they were in beforehand, but City have hardly been. Like, they they've lost one in the Champions League. They've had a couple of difficult games. Yeah. They've not but, lit it up, have they? No, they not haven't. in the same way that they did in the middle of last season. No, but I would say that based on the game, if you told me who walking off that pitch was more mm-hmm. annoyed with the nil-nil, it'd be City because they missed the penalty, yeah. um, and Liverpool just didn't really turn up, and they were actually there for the taking. I know they were solid defensively, but going forward, they didn't really look like doing anything. No, and so 
actually, I think Liverpool can probably take some heart from that, from kind of them in that game. Kind of, I don't know if this was a conscious thing or just kind of happened, but they didn't really turn up, but they got out of there with a nil-nil. Like, and I think that's quite a good thing to have. Yeah, like a like a lot of kind of ex players say it. If you're kind of you can you can look around at each other twenty minutes in, you can know like we're not at it today. Um, we need to make sure that we get something out of this game. Yeah, and they did that, and yeah, they got a bit of luck with the penalty going over the bar, but they managed it. So yeah. I think the only counterpoint I'd say to that is that when you City look back at it, I think they'll have you know they've got the away draw now. So if they win their home game against Liverpool, they've obviously won that kind of <laughs> mini head-to-head. Yeah. So they've got the advantage in the kind of... If we're t- talking about this as kind of a Champions League tie kind of thing, they've got the advantage yeah. in that. Um, and I think they've got less to fear than Liverpool for not taking the points off of them. Like, I think they're so formidable and they've got... You know, they've been getting results with... De Bruyne is still to come back as well. That's true. I didn't forgot about yeah. De Bruyne. Yeah, who is their best player. <laughs> yeah. So, I think in the grand scheme of things, you know, the point is probably more beneficial to City than it is to Liverpool. But I think at, based on the game, Liverpool would have been very satisfied to come out of there with a nil-nil draw, yeah. and City would have been pretty disappointed coming out of that pitch not yeah. on it. Yeah, we've got three three teams level on points at the top. Uh, with Chelsea joining them and Arsenal not far behind no they've had a not a remarkable turnaround but certainly something to sort of worth shouting about I'd say I I I hope we whisper about it (laughs) because I don't want the hype train okay that's fair going uh, going off on one but um, but it seems to have started a little bit and people are taking a bit of notice and I I guess why not after a win of that kind of magnitude yep. and goals of the quality that they scored yeah. um, actually a really good performance throughout obviously one blip just before half time um, it was quite tidy finish quite for a Sherlock. new goal actually wasn't yeah. it yeah I don't think they'll be too concerned by that but the kind of goal. ruthlessness as well that they mm. like had going it was you know there was no holding back it was right we're going to get a lot of goals here and they brought Aubameyang and Ramsey off the bench who scored well Ramsey scored one yeah. fantastic goal very good and Aubameyang yeah. got two coming in and looked like he was having a lot of fun against some very tired and yeah quite I frankly it, not quite up to it Fulham defenders it was, so. it was that second goal that he scored that was kind of what I've been waiting for from Where Aubameyang he just on the shoulder someone slips him in behind exactly and, uh, and just the finish was never in doubt I think the problem is the games he's had when he started up front on his own there hasn't been scope for that really like he's been having to play the way Lacazette is now mm. where he has his back to goal a lot yeah. and it's having to bring other people in and that's really not his game no um, Lacazette's kind of got the build to shoulder off the he does he does he's very impressive the way he looks now and um, I think they scored a goal each on the turn as well didn't they, they did yeah two it, very yeah. similar goals yeah. near, near full back cross near yeah. post interesting from different sides of the pitch something there but very interesting point is that Arsenal played 4-4-2 which is something that I honestly can't remember the last time <laughs> Arsenal played a 4-4-2 no. um, I think they might have 
Arson might have done it about five years ago, um, but again, probably changed mm. in the game. I think there was a period where Welbeck first came in and he was playing kind of up front with Sanchez. Um, but yeah, apart from that, yeah. I can't really remember it in, since the days of kind of Omri and Bergkamp. Yep. Um, actually, I tell a lie, Van Persie and Adebayor had kind of a, a partnership up yeah. there, but... Yeah, it was a very interesting game, and I thought that Mkhitaryan and um, Iwobi gave the team like a lot of balance on either side because yeah. they kept their positions. Yeah, which so, it's quite refreshing actually. Like that, it it's is. looking at the personnel, mm-hmm. a four-four-two feels about right. Mm. You know, you've got um, Torreira and uh, Shaka in the middle, two Luka. central midfielders who play central midfield, and then a right midfielder playing right midfield, a left midfielder playing left midfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the only strange or not strange but interesting thing was that if you pick your strongest team surely you have Obama Young starting instead of Welbeck and then it looks like a really a really good looking side then mm-hmm. as a 4-4-2 yeah what that looked like to me was partly um Yang was ill in the week supposedly okay. so he missed the Europa League game could have been a factor why he didn't start but it looked like Danny Welbeck's come in for a few games now and has looked good and it looks like he's just being rewarded for a good performance with the start of the weekend yeah. and Emery's shown that yeah, throughout the season so far that he's I willing think, to reward a good performance exactly. with another another uh, start the and Rob week. Holding started four games in a row now even though okay. Socrates has been back yeah. and he's played with Socrates and he's played with Mustafi and it's interesting to see after the international break if he's done enough to keep his place and same yeah. with Leno if Czech comes back has he done enough to keep yeah, his place yeah I think they'll be disappointed that of the timing of the international yeah. break the two of them won't Leno they? certainly will yeah. um, and he's looked great and I'd probably if we're going for this whole meritocracy thing <laughs> I would probably keep playing him yeah and Alex Awobi as well is another one who's been rewarded with very good performances so. with still a start my, so. still in my fancy league team uh, he's worth hanging so, on to uh, for the time being so yeah. it's um, but yeah I, I'm not too fussed about people being on the bench one week because I think with the new manager, he's going to keep chopping it up. And I think Chris yeah. mentioned it last week for the Spurs team, or it could have been the week before. He was kind of talking about Spurs and having a bit of a fluid attacking system. It's like, you don't mind yeah. if one week... We're talking about Sun. Yeah, you don't uh, mind if one week Sun yeah. plays, but then next week Ali plays. I think it's the same. I think you don't mind one week that yeah. one week Lacazette's going to play up top and then the next week Aubameyang's going to play and then... Welbeck will come in in kind of a tricky away game where there needs to be a lot of running, yeah. hard work, soften up the defenders yeah, and know, then maybe bring come someone on, else come on. Off early. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, I mean, a merit-based system does remove any yeah. hint of complacency as well. You know, yeah. if, if someone like Aubameyang, I know, I know you said he was ill, but, you know, yeah. as an example, if someone like Aubameyang who's, you know, would probably be starting for Real Madrid right now. Yeah. Um, if he's on the bench, then as a, with Welbeck ahead of him, it gives him belief. Sign. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But if you work hard enough in training or in yeah. your cameos, twenty last twenty minutes of a game, yeah. you can still play the next game. No, precisely. And I think not to harp on too much, but I think it it does bring this kind of everyone's on a level playing fit. no one's elevated above someone else in the squad at the moment mm. like anyone can be on the bench one week and then back in the team next week if they play well enough and show the manager they're playing well enough it's like it's not um, I think I always felt a little bit towards the end with Arsene Wenger like it was the big players who always played mm-hmm. and I thought Emery was showing that a little bit earlier in the season I was getting a bit worried but I think he started to show that he's going to use the whole squad yeah. and everyone's going to play 
Do you think that was helped by the absence of uh, Ozil? Um, I think this particular performance was probably helped by Ozil not playing. Because he does slow the ball down a tad, doesn't he? A little bit, maybe. But I think as well, the it was a very kind of hard-working team mm-hmm. and positionally disciplined team, yep. which Ozil, he might work hard. Like he covers a lot of ground, yeah. and I think people do him a disservice because he looks so languid <laughs> all the time. But I think that I think people are maybe a little unfair to him. But I think for this game and away games, I don't mind not seeing Mesut Özil and starting lineup. I know he had an injury mm, according yeah. to the pre-game, um, but yeah, I don't mind him not being in the team. And I think there's games that suit him and games that don't. And I think this game, like yeah. um, tough away games, where the other team's going to be up for it and it's going to be a struggle always going to be his game so um, but I don't want to I don't want this whole you know how fans kind of turn on players so quickly I don't want this whole whole thing to be about oh we played so well because Meza Erz <laughs> yeah that's fair it could well be that for the next game after the international break that Meza Erzl won't be going on mm. lest we forget that he comes straight back into the team well, and yeah. plays very well against Leicester. I so, had you know, and yeah, yeah, I hadn't really thought of that. Um, and it's funny last week that you were sort of saying you were sort of getting sick of Ramsey and Özil starting together, yeah. and so, now neither of them do. Now neither of them you, did, uh, and the team Henry's looked very got, good. Henry's so, got your number, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Oh, obviously he lifts, listens to this podcast. Yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> Unai, you're welcome, mate. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still I I'm looking forward to, and I do hope it happens at some point. I'm not. Arsenal's biggest fan they're mm-hmm. okay yeah. in my mind but um, thanks man I'm, <laughs> you're welcome I'm looking forward to Ozil and Aubameyang clicking yeah I think that I just I can't wait to see that goal where it slid through by Ozil mm-hmm. with a little no look pass around the corner and Aubameyang runs oh, onto it well, and slides it past that, the keeper that was Mkhitaryan for Ramsey's goal yeah his lovely through ball to Aubameyang that whole move was gorgeous mm. and just shows like and actually I think it was uh it was definitely one that Emery will be... I mean, he was delighted on the touchline with it, but it was very much him. It was kind of his, all right, we're going to keep it at the back, we're going to lure them in, and then we're going to crush them on the break. And they've yeah. had a few of them this season, yeah. and he seems delighted whenever they come yeah, off. I bet, so yeah. it's, uh, it really is sort of validation for any time that his method, like especially concerning Czech, has been questioned. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we can talk the merits of Czech and Leno at another time, yeah. but I think Leno's distribution has been much better, and I would like to see him continue as well. Yeah. But encouraging signs. Let's, uh, let's hope it carries on. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You got any other points of note from the weekend's action? Or? I don't think so. I think um, I'd, I'd like to sort of give some credit to the, uh, the attacking displays by Everton and Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. They're sort of drew my attention certainly from a fantasy league perspective mm, I've kind of Bournemouth something I want to get into when we get into okay. FPL um, I'll save that one I then. think they're uh, intriguing they I are aren't say. they yeah. um, and uh, Everton likewise um, looked great I know Ian Wright on Match of the Day highlighted Bernard who'd come into the team yeah, as I, someone who did very well yeah I was reading I was reading something um, and it's sort of you know that the two expensive boys, the 50 million boys mm-hmm. that come into the four in the last yeah. couple of weeks since Richarlison's returned from suspension. Mm-hmm. But it's Bernard that's the freebie yeah. kind of floating under the radar. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. And uh, it looks like Richarlison's got that starting up top berth yeah. now and Sigurdsson got the uh, number 10 lockdown. 
Um, Which does, it looks good. It, it does look good. Know? And Walcott will get you goals mm. like on that right-hand side. He's not going to be involved with the build-up, but he's a good finisher on yeah. his day. Um, and yeah, Bernard's going to hope, well, maybe make that left side his own. So Yeah, and it's um, a good good away win at Leicester as well, um, who have been who have been okay. Leicester have been very good, and uh, what a goal by Sigurdsson. To yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was Win very that satisfying. Absolutely. Lovely turn. Mm-hmm. Sold uh, Madison, I think, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, completely sold him, turned, and only a couple of touches before he hit it. Some might, someone might have driven into the uh, mm-hmm. penalty area if it was a different player, but yeah. Sigurdsson's got the confidence at the moment to hit it from distance. Yeah. A few red cards this week as well. There were. The games you highlighted. Yeah, uh, none sort of... Two centre-backs being very silly and getting themselves sent off. Yeah, I'd... And I think what frustrates me most about Morgan's one is that people have the sort of indignity to complain about it. Yeah. Like people, you know, I don't, Morgan himself maybe or um, the manager Puel has said, I don't think the second card, the second one was a yellow card. Mm. But I feel like at the very least it was the accumulation. Yeah. You know, he'd the, been he'd been warned. He could, the, yeah. the previous one yeah. could have been a yellow, and it was it was very clearly. Yeah. Even like just from my match of the day knowledge, mm-hmm. which is all I all I yeah. thought this weekend was, this is your last chance. Mm-hmm. You know, don't foul again. Yeah. I'm going to send you off. That would yeah. be worthy of a yellow because you've had one. It's, it's the typical one where the referee blows up. Yeah. Does points there, points there, points there. That's three yellow. fouls, yellow card. Yeah. And. It shouldn't matter whether it's a yellow card for a red card or the first mm-hmm. yellow card. I think it was yeah. completely merited. Also with a Cabaselli as well for Watford. Um, another one. Mm. What are you doing? You've tripped yeah. him in the box. Like that's that's a yellow card. I'm just, sorry. It's, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. In terms of the sort of position on the pitch, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's not like a it's not a yellow card challenge, mm. but where it is on the pitch, yeah, a stupid one at the beginning yeah. of the game where he went clattering into Begovic, and um, yeah, mm. silly boy. Yeah, um, I obviously gave him the kiss of death by choosing him in my obviously uh, team of the season so far, <laughs> didn't I? That was questioned at the time. It was. I would admit it was. Uh, shout out for Joe Rawls for oh. a fantastic tackle. <laughs> Lucas Mora to get himself his red this week. Yeah. Um, not very subtle, Joe. No. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's you know so you see players do it well. Yeah. I think I think you talked about it earlier this season about how Arsenal seemed to be getting a bit streetwise. Yeah. Uh, uh, it looked it, like that's what he was trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, just just the execution wasn't quite there, was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The ball was three or four meters away by that time. Yeah. Uh, and again, the indignity to complain. I, I think Warnock. Warnock. I mean, Warnock's quote about it was what it, he didn't threaten his life or something, so it's not a red card. But I think he he said that Spurs, the Spurs players, got him sent off. But to be fair, I don't think I've seen one like that for a while. There was one mm. a few years ago where it was like a, a scything challenge, mm. obviously breaking up play, and incredibly deliberate and so off the ball. I think that it a red was Xhaka when he first tipped up at so. Arsenal I think so yeah on, on so, so, uh, the opposition player running yeah, down the yeah, right yeah. wing nowhere near the goal yeah. so probably thought he'd get away with it yeah, but I don't think it was quite as obvious as Rawls' no. one because he'd already slid in but he kind of lifted his leg and made sure he tripped him yeah I think Arsene Wenger at the time described it as a dark yellow a dark... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite nice yeah, yeah so <laughs> and yeah, and I can see I can see why they're given as red cards. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I thought I thought that one was so blatant. professional it foul. Was, 
it, and it kind of looked like he'd lashed out a bit as well, um, which is obviously going to incur a bit more of a serious punishment. So what can you do? Well, don't go in like that, Joe. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think he's uh, gracing too many of our fantasy football teams, is he? No, he's not. So uh, or anyone's for that no, matter. No, ownership so. is probably fairly low. <laughs> Oh, well, tweet us if you know Joe Rawls' ownership. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Um, anyway, or if um, he's in your team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to know. <laughs> um, oh, he might be someone's bench fodder, I guess. But Possibly, yes. Yeah. Um, what's your goal of the weekend? Gilfie. Gilfie? It? It's Gilfie, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's my boy as well. Isn't he, he is. So it does help. For those of you who don't know, Reese has a... A huge affinity with oh, Gilfie Sigurdsson. I like Gilfie Sigurdsson. Uh, I think he's been he's been the uh, in your fancy football team names for quite some time. Apart yeah, from this season, I think yeah, Gilfie has charged. Gilfie I've has had charged. In the past where he was um he was a big part of that team yeah. as well. I think kept, I kept him for most of the year. season. Yeah. and he, he did um, one of his that, Swansea that, seasons. Yeah, that was um, his. I think I don't know if that was the season they got. No, it wasn't. It was the season. Maybe this one they got him back. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. But like his sort of big fish, small pond mm-hmm. syndrome was really uh, at its peak at that yeah. point, and he scored and assisted beautifully all season, yeah. taking all manner of set pieces. Yeah. Um, yeah, lovely player. It's, nice, it's nice to see him back. Definitely. Uh, in full flight. Mm. I really like Sigerson. Ramsey for me. Yeah. Oh, completely justified. Yeah. yeah. Um, Love a team goal. And yeah, that's not as well. So and the finish was pretty special as well. Yeah, it was. It was the whole package. It, yeah. Like the, I think the only thing that just didn't quite elevate it to those sort of mythical, quick one touch, one two mm. sort of passes, passing moves that Arsenal have scored in the past was that <laughs> it's only a tiny little thing. But I think when Ramsey headed it, mm. it just. It just didn't quite oh, come into his stride, did it? I know. I'm way too high. <laughs> I'm a stickler for detail, but it just it it could have flowed ten percent better. But mm. again, it was a lovely goal, and the pass, like the inside pass down the line, yeah, was like I didn't think that was on. To be honest, no. I thought it should just go straight out wide to the left. Yeah, sure yeah. Bellerin's little flick back inside, and then Mkhitaryan's ball that looked over hit to Aubameyang but the guy's so quick that <laughs> yeah, he just exactly. got onto it and then cut back yeah. and then the flick finish was yeah. just lovely yeah um, I'd have liked to have seen a Ramsey celebration maybe sort of signing a contract or something <laughs> or um, not or not yeah <laughs> trying to wrench his contract sat back sat at a table yeah. with his hands on his knees mm-hmm. right. be, I'm interested to follow Ramsey's uh, next move we'll see yeah we'll see I, I mean, think it seems like Liverpool have a habit of picking up those sort of <laughs> want away well, maybe. Well, maybe not Liverpool but Merseyside in general with Walcott going mm-hmm. to Everton and uh, the Ox going to Liverpool there'll be no shortage of clubs after him I don't think no. we can have a whole separate conversation on Aaron Ramsey yeah because I've got a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of points there yeah. but um, I mean, yeah, we'll watch, he'll, he'll score three or four in the international break now as well so <laughs> you wish yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyway we'll see um, alright so I think that's it for part one I, I think, think so. we've covered I think we did well considering neither of us particularly watched that many games this weekend. Yeah. Do we sound um, like we know what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, just about. So uh, Chris also had Ramsey as goal of the week, but um, so I just thought that was worth mentioning he did, because yeah. uh, he he put an Arsenal player as his goal of the week. Just uh, that's true. Just gonna put that out there. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. and 
I've got a sentence Arsenal on a fine run that mm-hmm. Chris wrote with his own fingers but he's trying to jinx it so we're not going to talk about that <laughs> yeah nine game winning streak yeah it does um, feel like that yeah so um, so we're going to move on and in the second section we're going to discuss how we got on in FPL this week mm-hmm Welcome back to part two. Uh, as previously discussed, we're going to talk about our fancy league teams this week. Um, what's our tradition? We go from low to high, do we? Um, we've mixed it up. So we've done some low to high and we've done some high to low. So okay. I'll let you decide. Okay. Well, if we're going low to high, then it's... It's Christmas! Christmas! <laughs> oh, sorry. He's sat in bed ill. But, yeah. uh, that doesn't mean we have... can't take enjoyment from just looking at no, his bench. looking at that bench. <laughs> okay. I mean, should we start with the bench? I think so, yeah. Because it... I don't know, like, his, I'm not sure how many points short it was. Bench contains 29 points. Quick maths. Yeah. I had to get the calculator out. Yeah, the calculator out. Yeah. 29 points on Chris's bench. Um, <laughs> with a zero. With a, with a zero. <laughs> yeah, Trent, Trent yeah. Alexander-Arnold. So, Rui Patricio on nine points mm-hmm. <laughs> started off compared to uh, one of his transfers of the week of yeah. Bert Leno. Which was not a bad move. Like, not a bad move. I don't think he is a team to concede, I'd say. It'll be very unlucky if Chen mm. comes back <laughs> straight away as well. Yeah. Um, I, I remember thinking at the time, I thought, Actually, he did. It was probably a good move this week to get rid of Vorm mm-hmm. because he didn't have any other obvious transfers on, and he'd probably want to do that switch at some point when there's not an obvious transfer he wanted to make and it eats up one. Mm. I just don't know if it was, um, if Leno was the right way to go. I think he's a good price for what he got him at at 4.8, and yeah. if, if he keeps his place, it could turn out to be a great transfer, but. I think it's okay because Patricio is... It's not as if his other keeper is the Cardiff keeper no, or Huddersfield no, keeper definitely. or Lursel or someone. It's, you know, Patricio is... I think they've... Outside the top four, they've got the best defensive record this yeah. season, Wolves. So. But I think this weekend has kind of told us we've got to start trusting Wolves in exactly, away yeah. games. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bolly is never going to sit on my bench again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, Patricio's nine... Um, in the team of the week fantastic yeah. double save in that game as well which I is sort of a match of the day which Chris it. must have just been tearing his hair <laughs> out at um, then not in spot number one yeah. we have Josh King yeah. on 13 points I mean I do kind of take some pleasure from this as well because I think Chris has talked in the past about how he's avoided Josh King do you remember yeah, Josh King's purple yeah, yeah, patch yeah. a couple of years back Chris will never get points out of Josh King. No, that's obviously <laughs> what it is. Not it's a vendetta happen. against him, yeah. So Josh King got benched this week. Yeah. Um, I mean... Away at Watford as well, I Away think. at Watford. <sighs> having played Fellaini... Um, Chris kind of gets a vendetta in his head against players, though. When, they, when, they've, had, <laughs> when they've had one bad week, he's really yeah. against them the week after. And so Bournemouth had a bad... Well, they didn't even have a bad week. They won, but yeah. he... Transferred out Fraser mm. and bench King. Yeah. In a game where you know they're possibly going to get something, yeah. so I don't know. He I went mean, in favour of Fellaini's no, one point. Was uh, none of us could have predicted the Watford red card. No. Which I'd say you know it. It probably wouldn't have been more than two nil. Yeah. You know, which did change the game mm-hmm. quite significantly. Um, 
But it happened. They got yeah, a red card and Bournemouth scored four. Yeah, and you know it, it, what we've seen is Kings back on pens. So yeah, makes him a very serious candidate for teams. I think. I think he's going to get a high uh, transfer in rate um, yeah, this week. Not sure what Bournemouth's fixtures look like. They're good. They're good. There's a couple of blips there, but they're good. So um, I think it's, it's a case of if you want him, get him now. Yeah. I so think they've got so. Southampton at home. Which I think is one of the best fixtures of the season. Southampton definitely, at home. Southampton are a really poor side. They're on a terrible run as well. They really are. Um, and then Fulham, Fulham away, which is one yeah. of the other best fixtures of the season yeah. from, for an attacker. But the, the reason I wanted to discuss Bournemouth, um, which we'll get to when we get to my team, mm-hmm. but his mate Callum Wilson is the exact same price. Oh, really? Yep. And were they at the start of the season? Must not have been because they're both six... Point three at the moment, so oh, yeah. they've either gone up from six or down from oh, six point five. I wonder which direction. I feel like King might have gone down in and ownership, Wilson might have Wilson's gone up. gone up. But it's strange. It's strange having the more central striker yeah. start at a lower price point. But than King, King. King's been a higher scorer though in recent seasons. Yeah, and so fewer injury yeah, problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He struggled a bit last year. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's another debate to have. Yeah. We'll just get back to Chris's bench quickly. Yeah. So uh, resume. Trent Alexander-Arnold on zero. Yeah. I mean that was that was quite lucky, really. Um, I don't know who came in for him. It must have been one of the midfielders. Well, I don't know. Did Chris? I don't know if Chris benched Trent or if that was an automatic serve. Oh no, yeah, maybe Trent was. I know. I think Trent was in, um, and Laporte came in for yeah, him. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. kind of, well, it, it's either way, isn't it? You know, yeah. It's, there's not much. Not so, Laporte, I mean, if Trent had played, he'd have got the same points yeah. as Laporte as well. So, um, and then Bennett, seven was yeah. the last one on there. So, a tidy 29 points yeah. there he could have got. In addition fair. to his um, his team's 47, it could have uh, yeah. could have really helped him there. Chris, but, Chris got away with the Wolves defender he picked as well. You know, it yeah. could be worse, which mm-hmm. we, might, we might touch upon We later. might touch on yeah. the person who uh, mm-hmm. had someone else on their bench. But, yeah. um so I mean the rest of his team I also went for Harry Kane as captain so did you yeah god that worked out terribly it really um, did Azar's yeah. 14 was his highest scorer he had uh, Leno in goal for 3 um, Laporte 6 uh, Wan-Bissaka 2 Alonso's clean sheet on 6 yeah brought in Goodmanson this week yeah which um, was a good bit of business good, I think good move for him but Fraser got uh, one point less who's the one he transferred out okay. for him so it suddenly makes the transfer look a bit yeah bit nerve by and comparison uh, and then they're City, City and Chelsea in their next two yeah. games and Bournemouth have got Southampton and Fulham so yeah. actually it doesn't maybe look it great all of a, a sudden a move a couple of weeks too soon maybe, maybe. I mean I don't want to be too harsh on Chris's team no, whilst let's. he's not here but uh, I do remember what you said about my team when I wasn't here so. <laughs> no go on this is your chance <laughs> Keep it going. Yeah. Um, Fellaini's one, Madison's two, and Aguero's one. Yeah, this fr- filling it's, up the um, rest of it. It's that front two, Fellaini. Yeah, Lucas Moura, Fellaini, Madison, Aguero, Kane to only <laughs> get what four, five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine. Like less than ten points from those five players yeah, is not. It's, it's a real shame. All right. Moving on to your team. Moving on to the second highest scorer. So I had 56 this week, which included a four-point hit. Mm. Possibly. Does it apply after? I think it applies after. So you got 56 points and they'll deduct Down to four. 52. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. So. Well. 
Oh dear, oh dear. So, so I'd like to, I mean, Chris will obviously be chomping at the bit to get back at you for ridiculing his team, but yeah. I'd like to uh, laugh a little bit at how we convinced you last week that yeah. it was worth taking the four-point hit to get Harry Kane in yeah. uh, when you otherwise would have had either Azard's 14 or Lacazette's 12 doubled as your yeah. captain. They're my other two potential so, captains. But no, I um, mm-hmm. so I brought in Kane and Knockart uh, for, for my Liverpool boys, Firmino and Mane. Yeah. So at least I was I was not completely uh, unjustified because no. Liverpool drew a blank. If Liverpool had scored with what either of those involved, to be honest, mm-hmm. I'd have been kicking myself. But yeah. um, but it was yeah, I was yeah. I think I said it last week. I was just looking at the shape of my team and I thought that looks so. Old fashioned, yeah. With the, you know, Firmino, Mane, old so news. These guys. Up a bit, yeah. Got Kane in, uh, knockout with a four-point hit, which I very rarely do. Yeah, very, very rarely. Maybe once or twice a season. I mean, I thought Kane was going to get at least a brace against Cardiff. <laughs> Just anything, and he got yeah. booked. And he got booked. The only thing he picked up was a yellow card for a yeah. double one. Which was mm. so frustrating. Yeah. Um, I didn't um, watch the. I haven't seen any of the game to be honest. So I don't know even whether he had a sniff or. I didn't look at the stats this week though, no. but he must have been one of the most transferred in. You'd think so. That him, after him his or couple Azar, of goals yeah. against Huddersfield, people have been wanting to cash in on him against Cardiff. Yeah. And everyone was very disappointed. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you want to talk us through the rest of your? Yeah. So I start start from the back. So I picked Joe Hart this week with. Two, like I had Foster on the bench with fewer points, obviously because mm-hmm. you can see the hatful. Um, Steve Cook, who Big I've Steve Cook. taken a bit of flack for in the past couple mm-hmm. of weeks, came in with six points. Yeah, Van Aanholt with one, Bolly with six, who just consistently delivers at the moment. Mm-hmm. Very pleased with him. Very Although, nice. uh, Not as good as another Wolves defender. No, <laughs> like I mean, so looking back at Chris's team, it was Bennett with seven, wasn't it? Bennett yeah. had seven, Bolly had six, and there's mm-hmm. some other. Wolves fella knocking Some around other bloke, with yeah. He's even, yeah. <laughs> not going to talk about that. Um, Robertson with six as well, which so I started Robertson with the thought that so I've got Robertson and Laporte yep. playing each other this week. Of those two, the attacking threat is Robertson. Robertson yeah. Um, so that was my justification for no, picking I, him. Yeah, it, I totally agree there. Yeah, and actually, of, it's worked out. Quite, I mean, it would have worked out better if you played them both. But who I'd, thought I'd a nil nil? I'd have been really silly home too. advantage for Liverpool as well. I yeah. agree with you there. Um, um, so I brought in Knockart. Is that a clean sheet he got for yes, three points? Yes, three points, clean sheet. He's um, got a good run. another pre-assist assist for him. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a good run. I've got him in my team as well. And I've yeah. been looking at the next few weeks. I'm not convinced I'm going to play him in all of them. But he's someone who, if someone gets an injury, mm-hmm. is a good player to have coming in each time. Yeah. And I don't think he costs that much that you'd be absolutely... Ruining not having him on the pitch. No. So he's he's good squad player to yeah. have, I'd say. I was a bit frustrated. So when I made my transfers last week, I was point three away from getting Gilfie in, which would have transformed your week a little bit. Actually. Yeah, and just, yeah. like just the shape of that midfield as well. Yeah. Gilfie, Madison, and Azard looks a yeah. looks a lot more appealing than, than those three across there. Because right now my midfield five are Knockart, Madison, Azard, Iwobi, and Jota, which yeah. is pretty weak to be honest apart like Azar's the only shining mm-hmm. line stick Sigurdsson in there and it elevates it quite a lot so Jota's going to keep getting the games <laughs> he is isn't he but who knows if he's going to pick up and yeah it, it I, won't think, be... I can't see his price dropping that much further mm-hmm. because everyone's no, everyone now, got so. rid of him so yeah. 
Unless it's an urgent one to get rid of. And a Wobi could be a good one to have in. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. They've still got a couple of decent fixtures coming up, Arsenal. Yeah. So. so, quickly run through. Madison with two. Azar with 14. Mitrovic, two. Who I think we thought might give Arsenal yeah, defence a bit more yeah. trouble than, than he did. Yeah, um, it was pretty anonymous, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, Lacazette next to him with 12 oh, he, was, he was very good at the weekend yeah he's, yeah, he's like, in I, red I think, hot form at the moment I think I was sort of saying last week come on Lacazette do something mm-hmm. for me but he's, he's, he's picked up something in like his last six games yeah. so I'll quit moaning mm-hmm. there and then Harry stuck Harry on the end um, yeah it's a bit frustrating but give, given that I looked at my team last week and thought that looks Oh, really not up to it. Yeah, I'm not tempted by a wild card right now. Okay. I feel like I've updated it sufficiently. Like, there's no injuries. Um, looking at my team, it's okay. It won't like my bench. Jota, Laporte, Iwobi this week. Are players that I could justifiably pick and they'll play. So yeah, not too disappointed at all. Any transfers you're considering? I haven't really thought too much about it. Um, I might try and find a way to get rid of Steve Cook. So they've got oh, a couple he's your of, boy. I, I know. Southampton at home, you just said, is the easiest fixture. Uh, it is. Southampton's... Southampton. Uh, to be honest, I'm probably going to keep hold of two. So keep, mm. keep hold of it this week and make two the make following two. week. No, it's um, smart, I think. Because I don't feel like I'm in too bad a shape. I think if you look at the fixtures as well, you've got a definite... There's a definite lineup you've got there. Mm-hmm. Like Even if you're not happy with the whole squad... I think there's definitely 11 players there you'd be happy picking. Yeah. You've got Fulham playing Cardiff, so you'd probably want to play Mitrovic. Yep. You've got Lacazette home to Leicester. You've got... Um, Leicester have conceded quite a few. They have. Spurs are playing West Ham, so you keep Kane, obviously. Mm. Chelsea, Man United. Hazard's been scoring for fun all yeah, season, so you're going to play... I don't know what that means anymore. Laporte Liverpool with, might get uh, back to it. Uh, City home to Burnley. You'd hope they have a clean sheet. I think you've got enough there easily. That, so, yeah. Um, not too worried. No. And so. I've got 1.5 in the bank, so when oh, nice, with, with nice. two transfers, should put me in a good position. Yes, definitely. Uh, and it might even probably be November time till I consider a wild card so yep. I'm like I'm a bit disappointed with the points tally yeah. given that there's there's a 14 and a 12 in there yeah but um, I'm, in, I'm in a happier you position. To double down on them. Yeah, it's a um, shame. My captain choices have been poor this year. I think yeah. I had a, I think I chose well with Mane yep. early doors for one of them. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I, then I got Mane and Firmino the wrong way round in the yeah. following two weeks, and it's not been great since then. Yeah. And it makes such a huge difference. But isn't Kane it? was such a no-brainer for this week. He really was. Um, moving on to my team, where I also have Kane as captain, obviously. Um, home to God, if, uh, double one as well. Mm. That's just uh, killer. Sickening, so yeah. I finished the week with 63, which is actually like a decent score. But the frustration for me is that it could have been something massive. Yeah. So I'll run through my team. So Hart for two in goal. Um, Fabianski on my bench got three, so not really anything. No, not too much there. Not too much in it. Um, home to Huddersfield as well. You must have been gutted like I was. Uh, yeah, I was not a bit, keeping a clean a sheet. Straight in because like. I was I, once I saw the goals flying in at Watford I was like oh, I made the right call this week by playing him ahead of Foster yeah. and for him to concede was 
Yeah, it was annoying, but annoying, but he's done okay this far. Yeah, so like I can't four points to miss out on. Yeah. Unlike the fifteen on my bench yes. from Doherty. So elephant in the room. Yeah. So got to trust Wolves now. Yeah. <laughs> Big them up last week. I made the last minute decision to take Doherty out of my team, um, which was bad. Um, I decided to bench him purely because I had Zaha and Juan Bissaka in the team and decided to bet on Palace mm. being the ones who'd yeah. win and have more likely have a clean sheet. So I think if to play both the defenders, you're hoping for a clean sheet for both. So mm. what's the point in playing Zaha if you think that's going to happen? So yeah. and I just I thought I had enough strong players otherwise, and I was confident and. Um, yeah, it didn't work out. Fortunately, I'd started Trent Alexander-Arnold and he didn't play, so I got Fraser's six came into my team, which you just needed was a bit of a more. silver lining. Needed I just needed one, one more, more person play, not to play. Looking at your lineup, they're all mm. they're all kind of the main men of their team. Yeah. Drives, Azad, Richarlison, Kane, Zaha, mm-hmm. Knocker, yeah. will start. You know, Lacazette up top. There's no one else that's going to fall out that mm-hmm. side, is there really? Not really. I mean, okay, another another good performance from Trippier, seven points. Mm. Six points for Alonso, two for one Masaka. Um, Fraser six, Azar fourteen, Richarlison seven, Knockout three, um, Lacazette twelve, Kane double one for two, Zar for two. Yeah. So sixty three points, but you know if I'd have got the captain choice right, and again I wasn't gonna go anyone else but Kane, so it's, it's pointless to say. Really, yeah. But I mean, like we can talk about it as much yeah. as we want. I wish I'd done that. Wish but I'd done this. I but brought in Kane to yeah. captain him, and, and Kane got me twenty six last week as captain. So it's like you know you've got right choice one. That week. makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Reese, yeah. rubbing salt in the wounds. But, but uh, um, going back to a point you made mm-hmm. earlier. Um, so you, obviously you sort of said you sort of you didn't hedge your bets you played Wambasaka and Zaha mm-hmm. is that what you tend to do do you tend to spread it more or do, I you, think, um, do you sort of if you go for something you tend to go hard for those I just players. think you go for the max out of that game yeah. depending on what you think it's going to be so if you think if you thought Wolves were going to win that game then don't play your Palace boys mm-hmm. like I, I just think sometimes it's just counterintuitive to play two defenders from the same team because then you're just yeah. banking on a nil-nil. Yeah. Like, I think you've got to make a decision and bet on one team. I think that's um, fair. And especially given that one of those teams has Zaha in. Yeah. It, it, on paper, it's a fairly even matchup. Yeah. The fact that you've got Zaha uh, playing against Wolves, you probably play Zaha, don't you? Yeah. And then you just bring one Bissaka along for the ride. Yeah. Well, I think this is, um, and I like Wolf, um, but I think this is going to be his last te- uh, week in my team. To be um, fair, he, that, I think that's a sensible decision. Yeah. He's done, looking at the rest of your team. He's done okay. There's not too much else. He's hit a bit of a lull, and go. Palace have a few tough games in yeah. a row. So. And he's he's done well. Like yeah. he's, he's been he's not been lighting it up, but he's been scoring something consistently yeah. up he, until the last couple. We've said it before. He's the, like Palace are the kind of team he's going to get something. Yeah. In all the games he plays. So yeah. If they score, mm. then he's normally going to be involved. Yeah. Um. So I think he's going to be the last one in my well, his last week in my team. Yeah. But my plan is to only use one transfer before the next round. Uh, I've got 1.6 in the bank, which is pretty good going. Um, And so I need a new third striker, Mm. in my opinion. So, I mean, we've talked about strikers before on here. But I just want to run through my options in my team, um, which are, in my opinion... 
I think I would either go for one of Wilson mm-hmm. or King. I think that's sensible. Um, both priced at 6.3 as it stands. So you, you'll make so money, on Zaha. money on Zaha. Uh, in all my plans, I would be making money on Zaha. <laughs> um, or my only reservation about that is because I already have Fraser. But like we've said, it's an easy game coming up. Yeah. So maybe if you've got two from Bournemouth, if they get another two, three, four goals. Yeah. It's uh, it might pay to have both of them in there. Yeah. Um, my other potential that I'm thinking of is Jimenez at Wolves, who got another assist at the weekend, and seems to be kind of the big top that they play off of. Yeah. He, and to be honest, I feel like he's the striker in the Premier League I know least about. Mm. I just don't know anything about. He started every single game so far. Yeah. They're home to Watford on the back of a drubbing. Uh, by Bournemouth yeah. um, with Cavaselli suspended. Um, I don't know who comes in for that then. I don't yeah. know who comes in, but it's it's tempting and his yeah. price is excellent at 5.6. Really good. It uh, leaves really me with good. two transfers with three million in the bank the week after if yeah. I do that. So it's a tempting one. What do you think? You I'm, Bournemouth? I'd probably, I'd probably err towards um, Bournemouth for me. Yeah. So, the fix, looking at the fixtures, so, as you said, Watford at home mm-hmm. uh, next week for Wolves and then Brighton away, which is like a completely middling fixture, isn't it? Brighton mm-hmm. away, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a chance of doing something yep. against them. Then Spurs and Arsenal. Followed by Huddersfield, Cardiff. It's um, it's, it's like up and down yeah. and up and down. And, but Chelsea, then Newcastle. Yeah. Bournemouth, then Liverpool. <laughs> like it's Of the teams to play from a striker's point of view, Spurs and Arsenal aren't bad teams to play against because their defensive records haven't been terrific this true, year true. compared to Liverpool, for example. Mm-hmm. But I just feel... I mean, we we can say about Jimenez's price point is mm. brilliant, five point six million at the moment. But I was looking at Wilson's Establ- price point. Established players make you feel a bit safer as well. Yeah, and he's. I I think he's been unlucky not to be part of the England set South- so far. Southampton at home, followed by Fulham, who've conceded the most goals in the mm. league. It's um, yeah, it's and, and then Man United at home. Yeah, who are unless we forget. Very dodgy. Yes. So and then and then Newcastle. And then Newcastle. So you could argue it's, that the next four games are quite tempting. They are. They are. I'd air toward uh, Wilson know. or King though. That who I was just you, about who exactly the same price point. Exactly the same. <sighs> they seem to share the penalties. That's, that's really they seem tough to, actually. Yeah. So who's who's got the highest ownership right now? Yeah. So Wilson Wilson has four times the ownership of King. Oof. So you're if you're after a differential, then King's yeah. the one. But you're you so you're kind of well placed in leagues at the moment. You're sort of plodding along okay. I think so. so. It's not I've climbed the league that we're all in. You're um, not desperate for a differential right I'm now. Not. I'm not. I I could just do with keeping pace and like. You know, Chris didn't play King in his latest game. Like people, mm. yeah, players all the time because they have someone yeah. who looks better. Not um, against Southampton though. No, nah, not against Southampton. Um, that is. Um, so maybe it does make sense to stack Bournemouth, and then I've got two transfers the week after, so I can always decide to ditch one of uh, Fraser or yeah, the other striker who will probably like mm-hmm. one of one of them will I'd, surely increase in price. I'd, I'd say I definitely agree that Wilson and King have the higher ceiling than Jimenez mm. but Jimenez will always play yeah. and won't get hooked in a game as well whereas one of them seems to get hooked each week okay um, 
and the price as well frees up some more money but like I say what's the point in yes. keeping money aside when yeah so what happens so what's what's Sahar he's, is he hanging around 7 Sahar's at 7 and I could probably get rid of him before he dips any lower but I don't yeah. think enough people have Zahar for him to really drop in price no I don't feel he's he's on the sell list no. for enough people right now no. so Jimenez is 1.4 less than that what do you say you've got at the banks similar amount isn't uh, 1. 6. 1. 6. so that would leave so me 3 3 million in the bank yeah. which means you can you can do some serious upgrading on knockout maybe two point one in the bank anyway is still very good if I yeah. was the downgrade to one of the Bournemouth boys mm. with two transfers so I don't feel there's that much that needs to be done to your team either yeah. um, my my inkling would be Bournemouth mm. I just I really like Callum Wilson I yeah. think he's a class player um, who's been really unlucky in the past with yeah. injuries obviously I think he's twenty six now yeah. Uh, He'd surely be. I don't know if he'd be at a better club, but he'd have a more consistent scoring record mm-hmm. um, if he'd not had those sort of really two really bad injuries that yeah. he's had. Uh, so, uh, so everyone tune in in a couple of weeks' time to hear all about how I picked the wrong Bournemouth yes. striker. Yeah, so. it's all a ruse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, th- that's the only transfer I'm thinking of making. I want to hold back to. Yeah. So, um, like international break. Yeah, it's it's a strange one in the international break because you wanna you wanna hold off yeah. just in case you know Harry gets injured or something yeah. you know yeah I'm gonna hold off I think I'm gonna monitor the uh, the stats websites to yeah. see if anyone if either of those are due for a price mm. rise and then that might yeah. force my hand but, I, I, um, I looked at one of those for the first time yeah. this week actually very uh, interesting isn't yeah, it yeah I, I've as sort of a maths geek I'd yeah. love to know how they do it yeah mm-hmm. but um, no we'll we'll see I'll keep an eye on those yeah. Um, and yeah like I'd love to wait until after the internationals just mm. to see um, but yeah um, all quite nicely uh, poised for me at the moment so. yeah it's looking looking quite good and like, like your team I feel like your team's in quite good shape yeah so. going back change. to Chris's what would you change from Chris's team I change from Chris's um, let me have a look at the fixtures for next week I mean, he's got King. He's got to play him this time round. I think so, yeah. Um, he'll only have one transfer for this week. We don't know how much he's got in the bank. Uh, point um, eight in the bank for Chris. Point eight in the bank yeah. for Chris. Um, hmm. I mean, Liverpool are coming back into a good run. So Liverpool have got Huddersfield and Cardiff back to back. Oh my same, god! I just uh, got rid of all my Liverpool boys. Yeah, the same. Well, they're not in great form. No. But, that's the same run Spurs just had mm. and look how it went for you getting Kane in yeah I'm not going to go crawling like, back yeah and then they've got Arsenal away the week after that Liverpool mm. so I don't know Arsenal they might score for fun against Arsenal but I don't they feel aren't like the kind of attacking players you can get in on a whim are they you need double transfer or yeah. wild card to get those guys in yeah. so I I don't know if you can do that he'd obviously he'd probably He'll be playing Trent in those games. Yeah, looking looking at Chris's mm-hmm. bench, they're all legitimate mm-hmm. first first team yeah, players for me. They are. Um, Mora is probably the one that jumps well, out. To be Moore honest, is very expendable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Spurs against West Ham. West Ham quite good record against them. A lot of rivalry there. Mm-hmm. It's a big game. Um, other players coming back for Spurs. Maybe Mora may not be in the team. Mm-hmm. Then they got City the week after. Yeah. Maybe there's a chance there. Mora's not all that expensive in the game. Um, there's definitely again Chris's, Chris's side. Chris's side is 
coming off the back of a wild card a couple of weeks ago it's in yeah. good shape so there's not too much cleaning in needed. good shape for him I think I'd probably look to trade out Lucas Moura yeah. and get in one of Richarlison or Gilfie if possible playing home to Palace yeah and I think Everton's run is pretty decent um, they're home to Palace after the international break or oh, away to Man United which Interesting. could be fun could be fun that's, that's always quite a good game mm, followed by home to Brighton yeah I'd maybe be looking to one of them because yeah. they are mm, away to Chelsea they're clicking in attack, I think. Yeah, and I feel like it might be a good time to get him in. Sigurdsson can deliver yeah. against good teams. You know, when he was at Swansea, yeah. everyone was a good team compared to Swansea. So mm-hmm. I actually know the player that Chris was thinking about getting rid of, which was uh, Aguero. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's been thinking about, I think he said it last week, he was thinking about Jamie Vardy. But I don't know if that's the switch I would make yeah, now. I feel like um, I feel like if Vardy had scored this weekend, yeah, maybe then uh, that would be validated. Maybe Aguero goes out and Firmino comes in for him for those two games. Possibly just just yeah. a quick switch. Keep the money in the bank, yeah. maybe put it to the side, mm-hmm. ring fence it. Yep. So it's still there to potentially bring him back yep. for an Arsenal striker. Yeah. But I don't know. I wouldn't be too hasty getting rid of Aguero for this week. Home to Burnley in the next game. Um, I think he's just looking at them being away to Spurs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. I don't, so think, that, don't think we got too much of we else to uh, talk about fantasy. No, I think that's it for FPL. We're gonna come back for a very, very quick part three to uh, discuss last man standing. Yeah. Do we have um, to? I think. I think there actually is a last man standing, ah, so just one. see you in a bit. And we're back, and you're listening now to the last man standing. Oh, is, is that you? Is it? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so I went for Man United last week. So the one silver lining of that Sanchez goal was that I am the last man standing in this game. So so this is the sound of me. This is rustling my wallet. into that. Oh, you can, the dust is coming yeah. off. Yeah. And there you go, Tom. There's your winnings. Very crisp. A fresh, five crisp, pound plastic note. five pound note. And I will collect mine off of Chris in due course. Yeah, I see your baseball bat hanging by the front very door. Much. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that hockey mask yeah. as well. I wonder why he's not here tonight. <laughs> so... First last man standing game is done. Yes. So, it means we're in again. Yeah, to be fair, it lasted a bit longer than I expected. It did. So, well, the, the fact that all three of us were in longer than it in the whole way. It could have done with like a head-to-head. A three to two to yeah. one, I was expecting. Um, so, we need to pick our next games. Mm. And Chris has already picked his, so I'll start with his, which yeah. is, he's gone Liverpool. Liverpool away at Huddersfield. Liverpool away at Huddersfield, I think is a very, very, very good pick. Yeah. Um... So I think that's where I'm leaning, except for City home to Burnley. <laughs> that's very tempting. It's a very tempting one as well. Um, I think I'm going to go City Burnley. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going City. Yeah, I think it's it's probably not a bad. Like City have got an up and down run coming up. So yeah. It's, and and it's a chip that you have to use, isn't it? So it's probably not a bad mm-hmm. time to play them. Um, For anyone confused while we're picking these teams again, I won last man standing. You won, did you? I did win last man standing, so that's why we're... Uh, we're resetting. We're resetting. Yeah, I feel like the audience didn't need 
to be I told think, again that you that you'd won. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm going to go for. It's, it's, it's to be honest, it's between Liverpool and City. Liverpool have Cardiff next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's part of my justification for going City. I'm, I'm going, going City at home this week, yeah. and um, once they hopefully win, I go Liverpool <laughs> home to Cardiff yeah. the week after. Okay, I'm going to join you in Manchester, Tom. Work. The, the blue half of Manchester, 100%. Yeah. Definitely, definitely not touching United away You're not, you're not going United away at Chelsea? <laughs> don't quite fancy that. Chelsea are looking <laughs> rubbish, the, right? The early kickoff as well. I don't want oh. my hopes and dreams to be in tatters by 12.30. Well, it's a game, apparently, according to Chris, that Mourinho is getting sacked after. So It's after this one, is it? Yeah, he okay. says it's after this one. So. Oh, maybe... Mm. Mm. Praying for a United result then. Yeah. No money on that though, is there? No, there's not. Pride though. <laughs> a huge pride. amount, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. So uh, we're both Manchester City and Chris is we're going both for Liverpool. Manchester City, Chris Liverpool. Great. So thank you very much, guys, for uh, listening yet again. Mm. Um, um, I hope you picked up some useful tips here and there. Um, I hope so, yeah. We'll see. Someone said they found the last one informative. I'm just going to give a shout out to all our listeners for the last one. We got our highest listenership. We did. Yet, so, so thank you very much for listening. Really, yeah. like big thanks. Yeah. Uh, do tweet us. Do email us. Yeah. Um, don't tell us that they missed Chris though. Yeah. Don't please say don't. that. Please don't. Um, People are going to say that now. Yeah. Oh well. Um, even if you did, he's a regular part, and hopefully he's fighting fit next yeah, week. Yeah, I hope he's back next week. Yeah. Oh, it keep, it, well, rotating the squad keeps us on our toes that's true um, yeah I mean um, I'd like to be at full strength yeah, but even exactly. with a man down it's tough to play against two men yeah <laughs> as, as the, the saying goes yeah. I think we ran that analogy into the ground yeah unfortunately so uh, we'll be back next week I'm sure with uh, um, maybe some that might veer away from Penrith something Penrique. a little different yeah. try and do an international theme one yeah, we'll next week goes. So. Um, yeah, we we neglected to do one last time, but I think we'll we did. probably give it a go. There's enough to talk about, I think. <laughs> I think so. Ahead. We're both looking at each other like now. Are, are we around next week? We're around next week. I don't, I don't think know. in my calendar. Yeah. Um, no. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll tweet. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Bye.